Hello and welcome to another edition of the Hitting the Hardwood podcast, your home for all the latest Minnesota links and WNBA news, analysis, and coverage. Thank you for tuning in to another episode this week. I'm your host, Mitchell Hansen, and I'm very excited for a few different reasons to be joined by the guests this week. Um, one reason is that I, I always enjoy chatting with with this person and hearing all the great stories and, and memories uh, whenever I see them. But another reason is is when I think of uh, attending Lynx games and, you know, the game day experience and just being at Target Center, I, I always think of this person and, and seeing him every every game. So with that said, please join me in welcoming someone many fans are familiar with, Minnesota Timberwolves and Lynx Vice President of Fan Experience, Jeff Munichie. Jeff, thank you. Hey, hey Mitchell, what's up? Good to be on with you. Good to see you as well. And I love this new podcast you're doing, Hitting the Hardwood, and I especially love the gear. Thank you. I got to I got I got to figure out how to register for some of that sweet gear. That's yeah, good hey, stuff. I appreciate it. Yeah, we uh, we're, we're we're lucky to kind of have a little or some partnerships with with a few different outlets. And I know right now, homage um, is is they they have really cool link stuff. I have the sweatshirt and the uh, t shirt already. The link sweatshirt and links t shirt and WNBA t shirt, and we're we're doing a giveaway. So it's 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 really cool to to be able to do that and. And potentially, maybe somewhere down down the line, if if there's interest, maybe I'll I'll start selling some, um, hitting the hardwood merch and maybe some some accessories. And I know I ordered myself a a custom phone case and and all that stuff. So maybe one day we'll we'll get to that point too. But I, I appreciate that. I love it. It's it's good looking stuff. I, I know you've been posting some things uh, on Twitter and social media on, on the pages. And I looked at those two T-shirts that you had on your post today. I'm just like man, I, I got to get both of those. Those are yeah. pretty sweet. And then the other thing is uh, for your listeners, I'm, I'm currently wearing the orange, orange and white mm-hmm. uh, WNBA logo hoodie, which is one of my favorite things that I wear. Uh, we just got new ones in. And I think you're going to be really excited about some of the merchandise that you see inside Target Center this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so including this this uh, hoodie that I'm wearing right now, which which I just love. Well, good. That's awesome. I, I love the, even that, or just even the iconic, you know, WMEA orange hoodie, I think is, is really cool. And there's a lot of good merch out there. Sometimes admittedly, it's a little, little hard to find, not saying that that's the case at Target Center, but it, it you know, sometimes it is in just in general public, it's a little bit harder to find, but it's becoming more popular and, and it's, it's, it's popping up in other places. So that's, that's good to see, but it, it, I love all the WMBA merch and like the stuff I said at homage is, you know, it, it's one of the comfortable or some of the most comfortable clothes I have. And I'm not just saying that. And I'm sure it's the same thing with your with your WNBA hoodie and even the Lynx gear that you guys, you know, sell at Target Center. It's it's good stuff and and it looks cool and it's really comfy. So that's that's a win win. Right. Well, this particular hoodie that, that I'm wearing now. And so for, again, the listeners, it's it's not quite like the original WNBA orange hoodie. Uh, it's got kind of a mixed kind of a cloudy mix of white in 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 the hoodie but uh, i wore this in downtown minneapolis the other day and i was going out to grab a white deed on the skyway i must have had 15 people say that is a sweet hoodie i said yep yep WNBA games this summer links games we'll have them so so already it seems like it's already taken off a little bit well good good that's good news to to hear and i know a lot of um you know listeners and a lot of links fans in general just they're always looking for Lynx gear, so that's that's great to to hear that there's going to be even more at Target Center and even more of a, a variety. So that's that's great. That's cool. I'm gonna have to buy some myself. Yeah, it's good stuff. But well, um, once again, thank you for for joining uh, this week. I, I you know obviously we're here. We've we finally made it. We're we're at the we're at the start of the season, not the actual season, but the start of the you know training camp in in the preseason. Um, 
what you know what what does what does this time of the year mean to you? Uh, you know, obviously being in, in inside of the organization, there's always a the start of the new year. That it always seems like there's a buzz to the new year, whether it's you know gear day, getting all your gear, or um, you know whatever it may be. It's it seems like it's always you know kind of a a buzzing time at the beginning of any season. But what what is it like for you now wrapping up the Timberwolves season and jumping right into the Lynx season? Yeah, you know it's it's an awesome time of year, and we have, we have that that. Uh, crazy situation every single year where we're going from Timberwolves right into Lynx, the Lynx right into Timberwolves. So basketball just keeps going. It's fresh on the brain and, and fresh for all of our fans. And we're super pumped about that. And, you know, 25th season for the Lynx, uh, that's really fun. 26th season overall for WNBA. Uh, I, I've been really lucky that I've been a part of that since day one. Um, so so for me, uh, people always ask me, like, what are your favorite things that happened for both the Lynx and the Timberwolves? And for me, I always like all the first, you know, the first win, the first day in franchise history, the first playoff win, the first time we win the championship, you know, those type of things. And, you know, uh, you know, it's just kind of the first of the year, first day of practice today. I had the pleasure and opportunity to go down and watch practice for a little bit today. And that was really fun just to see the energy inside those walls that Coach Reeve has with those players. And it's just a really, really fun group. You can tell that there's a really good spirit amongst the team. And and obviously we're, we're expecting and excited about big, big things for this year. I mean, already it just happened so quick. You know, just there's an exhibition game this Friday already. Just practice just started today. You know, and then the, the home opener is May 19th. You know, and so the season just gets here. It gets here in a hurry. So it, it kind of, Mitchell, in a way, you don't have much time to think. It just kind of rolls from Timberwolves into Lynx, Lynx into Timberwolves, as I mentioned, and you just keep rolling. And so everything we try to do on the Timberwolves side, we try to replicate on the Lynx side and vice versa. And, uh, you know, obviously with four championships on the Lynx side, hopefully one day we're going to get one of those titles on the Timberwolves side too. But uh, in the meantime, we're really proud of the Lynx franchise and excited to get the season going. Mm-hmm. Well, good. What, what do you think? Um, all right. I guess from a, from a fan's perspective, what, what can fans expect this year? I, I know a lot of Lynx fans are familiar with, with what game day is like at target center and, and just kind of experiencing everything. Uh, what, what have, what can fans expect? And I guess, is there anything new that you guys are kind of thrown into the mix this year? Yeah. You know, I'll just highlight a couple of days uh, in the, in the season. Uh, obviously we got a couple of real big days. We have the 25th anniversary, uh, which we'll celebrate on June 9th, uh, that, that weekend on that Sunday, then we'll, we'll have Sills retirement, Jersey retirement. So a huge weekend there. We have Friday coming up on June 22nd. Um, we, we have some heritage days uh, through, sprinkled throughout the season. We have Way Day, uh, Lindsay Whelan's Day on uh, August 4th. And then one of my favorites all the time is Prowl's birthday on August 20th. So just a couple dates to highlight off the top of my head there. Um, but I think one of the things that we always talk about is just with everything that's happened with COVID and, and some, of the, some of the things that have happened in downtown Minneapolis, a question we get asked often is, is it safe to come downtown? And we really, I think, have worked really hard to ensure that we have a really safe environment uh, for both Timberwolves and Lynx games again. Uh, and we're really proud of the safety measures that that we put in place. And we've kind of really focused on a five-block perimeter. Um, and we, we've kind of doubled down on additional parking options, additional access into the skyways if the weather's really hot or if it's raining or super windy. Uh, and then just try to communicate that to the fans the best we can. And just to say that, you know, normally, you know, here's where most people park. It's could be in the ramps, but here's some other options. And those options 
our arteries into some really good downtown restaurants and good spots uh, that we ask you to, to try to frequent when you come downtown and, and make a night of it. Um, so we're really excited about that. I think a lot of things that we're trying to do is just communicate communicate what's happening with the franchise, communicate what's happening uh, to downtown Minneapolis, what's happening on game day, what to expect on game day. Um, that's one of the things that we hear from our fans is that we just want to know kind of what's what's happening. And so we've tried to double down on more of that with Know Before You Go, which you can access in your app, as well as uh, the email uh, that, that we send out to all the ticket buyers or the people c- consuming the product that, cu- that are coming in on game day. Just here's everything you got to know. Here's some, here's some highlights. One of the things that I've tried to do during this Timberwolf season is work more closely with Levy, who runs our concession area, and just say, you know, let's work together and come up with some ideas on new items, uh, new items to the concession stands, or maybe an item that's really taken off that that the fans are really enjoying. Well, let's highlight those and make sure everybody's aware of where some of those new spots and some of those that variety on our new menu would be. And so we try to communicate a lot of that to our fans as well. Mm-hmm. I know with with anybody that that knows you, uh, they they know that you're 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 always you're always positive which is great you're high energy you're you're a lot of fun to be around you're anytime you come into the stadium or the arena it's it's you you see mune and you're you always come up and talk and you're you're always great to deal with what do you i guess what what is your your staff and and you know kind of the people underneath you maybe the target center game day staff what do you guys try and bring to to the game day experience whether you know with with that energy or or you know just the services that you do provide yeah, Mitchell, it's great. Great question. Something that we really try to train to and just say that, look, we have we have a marketplace that's a great place to live. You have everything here. You have baseball, you have hockey, you have soccer, you have, of course, basketball. You have every major sport. You have great theater. You have great arts. So when people are making a decision to come down and use either their resources or their time, um, we always say, how would you want it to look when we invite people into your house for the evening? And so, of course, you want it to be clean. You, you want to have some great food. You want to have some bumping tunes. You want to have a really friendly atmosphere. It's no different when you come down to a Lynx game or a Timberwolves game or Target Center is we want you to have a great experience. And so, of course, we want the team to win on an eight to night basis. But irregardless of what happens on the floor, things that we can't control, um, what we do talk about is how do we treat our fans? You know, and, and so the goal is we want to treat everybody like they're the most important person in the room every time they come through the doors. And if we do those things, then we're kind of hitting the mark. And and again, we appreciate everybody that's invested time, energy, and resources with us. So the least we can do is show them a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of you kind of shifting to the basketball side of things. You, you mentioned you know being at training camp and the start of training camp and just the high energy that's surrounding the team. You know, kind of the positive outlook. What what do you think of of the team? Um, you know, taking the floor this year, it, it's, it's, a, it's a younger team. I mean, it, it's a lot younger than what we've, you know, accustomed or what we're accustomed to seeing with, with these, you know, in the last 10 years, even with the Lynx teams, but what, what do you think of, of the team and, and kind of the opportunity that lies ahead this year? Yeah, obviously an incredible draft uh, that, that Claire and Coach Reeve had, you know, bringing in four additional, five additional players actually um, uh, to to tr- the training camp roster. I mean, looking out the floor today, I'm like, oh my goodness, is there going to be some tough decisions? I mean, everybody can hoop and everybody can play. 
And so um, from from the first glance today, obviously we had a dominant post player in Sill for you know these number of years, and you know what a career she had, and what a great person. But she's not there this year, yeah, and so it looks to be pretty fast, pretty free flowing. I think the game will be really fast. I think Coach Reeve wants to get shots up, you know, and you know is giving the green light to a lot of players from from what I saw today of just get it up there, you know, just we 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 give you the call and go ahead and shoot it. And so I think it's going to be a really entertaining, fun style of ball. And obviously they're so well coached. Uh, we just have a tremendous staff here that just does great work with all the players, regardless of who's on the roster. Um, but just the women's game, it, it's so good. I was just telling somebody the other day, I said, I, I really think in the last couple of years, if you include all the basketball I watch, and so let's just take the Timberwolves out. Obviously, that's part of my job too. So I'm at every every home game, but just from a viewing standpoint, I think I've watched more women's basketball at both the high school, the college, mid majors, big colleges. Um, you know, the, obviously the pros. You know, different things going on. I've watched more women's basketball than anything, and just how many great players there is, and the name recognition that that comes with that. Like watching the draft this year. I knew every single player in the first round, you know, and I, you look to the mock drafts on the NBA side. I can't say that that's the case. I don't know who a lot of these dudes are, but, you know, because they're becoming household names, I'm super pumped to watch not only our Lynx franchise play, but a play against all these top players and that already are adding to just loaded rosters in and around the league with some of the changes that have happened in the league too with Stewart leaving and Parker changing and Vandersloot changing changing rosters. I mean, man, I mean, there's going to be some great hoops this summer. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, people look at it the same way in the NBA, you know, WNBA. It, you go to support your team, but you also go to watch the other team. You pick the sure. game you go to because you want to see the team that they're playing. You know, like, you know, for instance, this year in the WNBA might be, you know, the Liberty and, and the Aces for for two two teams, for example, that a lot of people want to come see. Um, but yeah, I, I agree to your point. Like it 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 it's fun. I mean, it, it's it's not that it wasn't before, but it's becoming, you know, I think a little bit more. I don't know if, if you want to say highly more competitive or, or kind of highly competitive, but there's just so many talented players and there's, you know, it, it seems like they're getting younger and younger and it's like in the NBA too, they're getting younger and younger and um, it, it just makes the game overall better and it, it makes it fun to fun to watch. And now we just need more spots. We need more teams. We need more, we need more spots yeah. in the WNBA to, to showcase that talent. But Well, and you see some of the players that, you know, were, were drafted last year or the year before that, that are now perhaps not making a roster or getting traded. And so with 11 players on a roster, it's really tight. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I guess on the good side of things, that just means you're going to see just, in, you're just going to see 12 teams teams of a just loaded talent every single night you watch a game but obviously you, you want additional jobs down the road for all these great players and so hopefully that day will come as well mm -hmm. I do have um just kind of a few random questions um just for you yourself personally um if you could name one one of your favorite memories from the link side what what would that be in, throughout your career Boy, that that's such a great question. There's you know, a lot of them, I know. <laughs> there, there's so many. Uh, of course, you know, the four championships are really special. And like I said, as we started the podcast, is I always love the first. 
you know, so, you know, the, the first day of existence, uh, the, the first time we, we ever started to practice the first win, the first time we played at target center, but the first championships are probably, you know, that was probably the most special, um, cause it's brand new and, uh, that roster that was put together, the, the, the players that were on their team are iconic. They're all going to be up in our rafters here. Um, you know, just, that was really fun. And just, the the crowd adulation towards the team and in a packed target center that was just deafening. Um, you know, it was just the first are always the most fun. Um, I, I, I'd also say I always come back to the relationship piece of things. You know, you got this orange sphere that goes into this piece of tin. <laughs> and because of that, people want to come down and, and support the franchise. And because of that, you get to meet all these interesting people all the time that like basketball period or women's basketball or the links or the WNBA, whatever it may be, get to just meet some unbelievable, awesome people. That's really fun. And, and I think that trickles down into, you know, the college ranks into the high school ranks, et cetera. And so that, that part is really special for me too. Um, I think back to when we first started as a franchise, uh, that was unbelievable as you're trying to sell enough season tickets to be granted a franchise and the work we did behind the scenes, I probably, I don't know how many presentations and speeches I made back then, a lot, um, where you're standing in front. Some days it's a group of five people. Some days it's a group of 500 people, uh, all to talk about the benefits of supporting the WNB and women's basketball. Th those are really fun. Those are fun conversations to have. Again, some of the first. Um, I think back to uh, those first teams that we had and just the unique personalities to that to that team and some some of the the events that we did uh, over at Bryn Mawr Park. We we do this kind of we call it the Lynx picnic. You know where we have all the players there with season ticket members and fans interacting and. That was really fun. You know, the players seem to really get into that, introducing themselves to, to all the fans. Um, so again, it goes back to a lot of the first. Um, one thing that's really special to me is, in fact, I was talking about this uh, today at practice with a couple of the other staff members that were there, is as we were getting close to be granted a franchise, the WNBA basically is their all-star team, which most of these players, actually all the players will be in the Hall of Fame at some point. I was asked to put together a group of guys to scrimmage this team that was coming through to drum up interest for the WNBA. And we played at Williams arena. So on that team was Don Staley, Rebecca Lobo, Lisa Leslie, Cheryl Swoops, Cynthia Cooper, Susie McConnell, Serio, Teresa Weatherspoon, Tisha Penichero. I mean, it's basically every star you could think of. And, and so we got the scrimmage against them and it was awesome. I, I mean, it was so fun. And so I showing a couple of staff members, the picture today, they're like, wait, this is unbelievable. I said, I know, I know it's a really special moment, a special time. And so we got to, we got to play against basically the WNBA all-star team for two and a half hours over at Williams arena. It was awesome. Wow. That's unreal. I'm still waiting for your book to come out when you, when you release your book <laughs> with all your stories. Cause I could li literally listen to you talk all day about those stories. That's oh my goodness, Mitchell. We, we always talk about this too. We, we say, I, I think I've, I think I've uh, gone from a book to a Netflix series. <laughs> easy. We have, we have 10 years of topics for a Netflix series. Easy. Or you just have to do like different different parts of books if you do it in a book there you, you gotta go. do part one part you know to maybe up to like 15 or something but so true so uh, true yeah that's great 
I know one, you know, kind of going back to the the fan part of things, I, I always think of, you know, every every fan base talks about how great their fans are, but I, I really do think that Minnesota has a very unique fan base and a very supportive fan base. And I go back to, you know, when Lindsey Whalen, you know, whether it was at the University of Minnesota or even with the Lynx, one thing she said was, you win and they're going to, they're going to show up, they're going to come, they're going to support. And that's something that that has happened. And even in maybe even the down years, I mean, the, the Lynx fans have still supported. Uh, but that that's one thing that, you know, it kind of stood out to me when you were talking about it is it that really does reign true with with Lynx fans, especially is that they're they're just so supportive. And, and when you're when you're low, they pick you up. And, and when when you're high, they're they're right along there with you, which which is a lot of fun, even from a media side. It's it's fun to yeah. kind of interact with with Lynx fans. Couldn't agree more. You know, one of the things that we always talk about is it's kind of kind of interesting when we're talking about the experience. And I would say the concourses are a very lonely place uh, for concessions during the where while the ball's in play during the game, all our Lynx fans want to be watching basketball. They don't want to be messing around and, you know, going to talk to everybody and walking around the arena. They want to watch basketball. And so it's, it's really kind of interesting where on the NBA side, it's a lot more social. It's, it's a lot more, you know, kind of, Hey, I'm going to be at the bar for a little bit, run into a couple of friends, you know, our Lynx fans. um, I say this very lovingly. They're crazy and they're crazy about the Lynx and crazy about basketball. And I say that in the best way possible because once they, they don't want to miss the national anthem, they don't want to miss the tip. They're into it, so the, so the chance can get going inside the arena at halftime. They might watch the act for a quick second, maybe go get a quick beverage of, of their choice and come right back to their seats. They don't want to miss any action. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think we have kind of been the model franchise from a fan standpoint in the WNBA for a number of years where um, the the number of people coming in to frequent frequent us and support us has been great. Um, whether we've had, you know, a tough loss or a tough season, doesn't matter. You know, the fans are still there for us and it's a great market for it. And, and so, and especially look at all these great girls basketball players that are playing in the state and, you know, it just trickles right down. I, I have to believe that the links and obviously the golfers and major college uh, basketball has an effect too, but I have to believe that the links have really helped, you know, garner that attention too, for all these young girls players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. And, and even like when, when it comes to links fans, like even events, like they're at, they're at meet and greets, they're at, you know, a, a you know, whether it's a, a season ticket holder event or, you know, a draft party or anything, a book signing, they're there, like they're, they're at everything. And that, and that's great. Sure. It's, it's cool to see the support, not only, you know, when it comes to the game on the court, but also the the people off the court and the organization as a whole. So that that it's great. It's it's awesome, and it's it's a great great environment to not only watch a basketball game and be a part of that in arena, but just to be a part of that in general is is awesome. Yeah, no doubt. And you, and you just look at what's happening in the college game right now. I, I think I remember seeing ratings of the Final Four were up one hundred and three percent. You know, so uh, all those players are coming in the league in the next couple of years. Um, you know, just just how how good it is. It's really fun. It's it's a fun game to watch and support. So uh, we can't wait to get the season started. Yeah. 
when it comes to, to this season, one one last kind of final random question I have for you is, is there any, I, I know uh, everything's going to be, you know, exciting and, and you guys are going to, you're going to do well with all of, whether it's theme nights or, or just games in general, but is there one night in particular that, that you're personally kind of looking forward to and when it comes to it, whether it's this season or the 25th um, events that are going to be going on? Yeah, I think the 25th anniversary weekend is going to be a special weekend for all of us that have been around, and I've been around for 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 all of it. Unfortunately, um, I am going to miss the actual game that night. Uh, I have a relative that's graduating that night, and so um, it's my sister's son, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna actually miss the game, but I, I will be at all the festivities leading up to it, and then back for Sills Jersey retirement on that Sunday. Uh, but but I think just you know we've already we've already named our top 25 players of all time that's been a really fun list to, to observe and watch all those players are coming back in or many of the players are coming back in to for that weekend then sales retirement again like I mentioned that'll be a really fun weekend and of course anytime you can do anything with Lindsay you know uh, for a way day you know on August 4th that's gonna be fun as well mm-hmm. well good that's awesome well, Mewen, uh, that's that's really all I have for you. I, I really do appreciate you you coming on and and kind of talking about the fan side of things. I, I there was one thing I kind of wanted to touch on was what can fans expect. I mean, it's whether they're watching it at home um, or they're at their at the arena. Hopefully, they're coming out to games and supporting. But um, just wanted to talk about you know everything that's going to be going on and 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 it's always it's always a good excuse to to chat with you too. So I I appreciate you joining. I love it. I love it. Good to see you, Mitchell. Uh, so nice to catch up. Always fun to catch up. Congrats on the new podcast and congrats on the gear. Like I mentioned, good stuff. And uh, we'll look forward to listening in the future here too. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And we'll see you at some games this summer. Sounds good. Thanks right. for having me on. Thanks, Mune. To wrap up this week's podcast, I want to answer a few questions from our Patreon members. Um, if you are, are so kind as to to join our Patreon community, um, you can do so by by going to patreon.com forward slash hitting the hardwood. Um, you can get exclusive perks, information, coverage, um, and a lot of a lot of great stuff. And it also helps ensure the the longevity of this this podcast um, for our newsletter, for the website, social media, all the coverage that that we continue to to try and provide you on a on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. So if you could go there and, and check that out, that would that be greatly appreciated. Um, one of those perks is being able to ask questions that I will answer on the podcast. And I actually have a few questions um, from our patrons, one from Katie, one from Elizabeth. Um, the first one from Katie is, what are the best and worst case scenarios for the Lynx this season? Um, you know, best case scenario, I would say they they end up making the playoffs. Um, and, and, you know, they the, the rookies kind of hit the ground running and, and are able to develop quicker than maybe what we think. Um, I, I think that that's not only a realistic expectation, but I think that maybe is the best case scenario. I know the the Lynx will will say best case scenario is is returning you know atop the league, but I just I don't think that's realistic this year. Um, so I would say that the best case scenario is is you know maybe sliding into maybe the mid you know mid seed spot in in the WNBA standings, whether that's five, six, seven, um, somewhere in there. Um, I, I do think that the Minnesota has the capability of doing that. I think maybe five through ten in the standings might might kind of be you know pretty even like we've seen in years past, but I think more so this year. So I'd say that that's maybe best case scenario. Um, you know, the, you know the team continues to gel, and, and like I said, those young players kind of hit the ground running um, would be would be ideal for Minnesota. Worst case scenario, I, I think that you know honestly the worst case scenario is is finishing worse than they did last year. 
um, you know, being being maybe a little bit worse than what they were and, and dropping farther in, in, you know, in the standings and, you know, being a lottery team again. I think that that is, is worst case scenario. Um, and then obviously, you know, you, all eyes will be on the rookies. Um, let's say that, you know, maybe those those rookies aren't developing, developing like we thought they would. Um, you know, that, that would kind of be a, a recipe for, for disaster because then you got to kind of reevaluate things moving forward. Um, so I would say that that's best and worst case scenario for the Lynx this season. Thank you, Katie, for the question. Um, another question from Elizabeth is, what is a realistic timeline for expansion? Um, you know, that, that that's... <laughs> That's something we've been talking about forever. I mean, it's, it's well, maybe not forever, literally, but we've been talking about it for a, a long time, at least a few years. Um, I think it's, it's you know, at least a few years out. Um, you know, I, I think when it comes to expansion, we'll know of teams, you know, wh- which teams are, are going to be a part of an expansion before that officially happens. Um, so that means, you know, let's say it's it's Toronto and the Bay Area that get expansion teams. Let's say in this hypothetical situation, there's two teams and those are the teams that get it. We're going to know about that at least a year in advance before that, the, you know, those teams become in existence. Um, so the fact that we haven't heard that, it obviously means we're not going to hear or it's not going to happen in 2024. Um, I'd say maybe 2025, 2026, maybe we see something like that. And I... When it comes to overall teams, I, I do think that they'll probably start with two. I would love to see four, but I think they're, they're going to start with two and, and kind of see where things go from there. I also would love to see that there are roster expansions maybe before that or at the same time, um, you know, whether that's, you know, expanding to, let's say, 15 roster spots instead of the max of 12. A lot of teams carry 11 right now anyway, but, um, you know, expanding that to 15 I think would, would be great. Um, so I, I do think it, it is a couple years out, um, and and I do I do think that you know <laughs> this story unfortunately is gonna gonna have to keep getting you know pushed back and and kind of talked about uh, moving forward. But thank you, um, Elizabeth, for the question, and once again, thank you to both Katie and Elizabeth for the questions. Um, and like I said, as a, as patrons and and part of our Patreon community, that's just one of the perks is you you are able to ask questions. You can. Um, you know, offer suggestions for, for questions for the podcast, future topics, future guests, um, all the above. And you could potentially have the chance to um, join me on a podcast if you, if you uh, um, select the one of the uh, membership tiers for our Patreon community. Um, so once again, um, that'll, that'll do it for this week. Thank you for, for joining um, another edition of the Hitting the Hardwood podcast. Thank you once again to Jeff Munich for joining me earlier and, and talking all things links from, you know, the fan side of things. Um, just organization in general, what fans can expect. Um, it's it's always great to talk to Jeff, whether it's you know with with you know the fan side of things or, or just team related things, or just talking to him about anything, whether it's basketball, golf. We were talking a little golf at the end of the podcast. Um, you know, it, it's always good to talk to him. He's he's one of the nicest people, as a lot of you know. Um, and you know, it, he's he's been a great asset to to both the Timberwolves and the Lynx side of things, um, but the Timberwolves and Lynx organization as a whole. Um, in the past, in the in the present, and he'll continue to be in the future. Jeff's been there since day one. Um, he he's heard it all. He's been through it all, and and he's awesome. So thank you, Jeff, once again for joining. I also want to give a shout out to Jeremy Rushing for producing the podcast every week. And uh, once again, thank you to Elizabeth, who is is our newest patron member. Um, once again, you can go to patreon.com forward slash hitting the hardwood to support us today. Um, also want to give a shout out to Homage um, for partnering um, this week. I just I just wrapped up a, a giveaway with with Homage. 
Um, and, and that was, um, you know, for a, for a Lynx t-shirt and, and another t-shirt of, of the winner's choosing. Um, homage is a lot of great stuff. Go to homage.com. That's H-O-M-A-G-E.com. Um, to go check out some some Lynx um, gear and some WNBA gear. They have a lot of other sports as well. You can check out our um, Twitter page or Twitter account at Hitting Hardwood um, to find all of that information. Or you can look on my personal Twitter account. That's M underscore Hansen 13, H-A-N-S-E-N. Um, and you can find all that information there. You can also check out our new website. Um, I, we have a new website that, that has since um, launched since the last podcast. Um, you can also find all of that on, on social media as well. So once again, thank you for joining, and I will see you all next week as we continue on in the preseason and, and training camp and we, we get closer to the WNBA season. We're here, fans. <laughs>